All right, so it has been a few months since I did my last podcast episode. A lot has changed, and it's funny how certain things that really mattered at one point really don't matter anymore. Um, you know, I'm still just recording stuff on my phone. I'm still early in my career. Now I'm about 16, 17 months into my career uh, as a commercial real estate broker. Um, but with so much that has happened, I'm going to have to split this up into two different uh, episodes. One speaking about the entrepreneurial ventures that I've taken on and other, uh, this one speaking about the commercial real estate um, experience that has, you know, transpired uh, over the past few months. So um, in a really unique uh, circumstance, I was at White Box and I was you know, I had all these big pitches and all of them fell through and it was really, it really sucked, you know. Um, I think the last one that fell through was Roadrunner and uh, Ascent Logistics. Now that it's gone, I, I feel like I can talk about it. But um, yeah, they just stopped responding. They don't want to answer any of my calls or emails or texts or anything, uh, which is okay. It's, it's, you know, I don't know, I might have just pissed them off or bothered them. But um, if that's the case, it's understandable. But uh, what basically happened with that is that uh, after I lost that pitch, about a month or two went by. I was creeping up into October. I added three deals to the pipeline uh, with Brian, my uh, my mentor and partner, and it just it didn't seem to cut it. You know, we had you know I'd projected to close like one hundred and eight thousand by uh, February March area. Um, but my draw was at about $20,000. So basically the first 20,000 of uh, what I closed would go to my draw and then everything on top of that I could make. That was a, uh, that's a fine position to be in. Um, it's not really that crazy in commercial real estate uh, just because the deals can be so big. Uh, but for a company that it was struggling financially, um, that wasn't the case. So, uh, the company was really, really struggling. They couldn't, they, they had to let go of a lot of people who were being paid salaries and so forth. And because of that change, um, and the fact that my deals weren't projected close till February, they said, well, you know, all these deals could fall through. You have about eight of them, but they could all fall through and you, you, you might end up not making any money on any of them. Um, so we're just going to say that your projection is $0 and you're just costing us $20,000. So they, uh, you know, they took me into a little room and they said, um, uh, the president's exact words were, Tom, we're making some changes to the company and we're going to have to let you go. It's not personal. Uh, you're a great guy, but I can give you all the details. And it was so funny because I was listening to it and uh, I knew from day one that this guy was a huge fan of the movie Moneyball. But that's exactly the line that uh, Brad Pitt says when he's letting when he's trading players <laughs> in Moneyball. So I like kind of smiled. And uh, in that moment, what I was thinking was, gosh, it's finally over. I finally don't have to work for this guy anymore and this company anymore. I was so incredibly like exhausted from being ridden and micromanaged that like it was driving me crazy. You know, every Tuesday and every Friday he would come in and just light people up and um, you know, day in and day out I was 
pretty exhausted because you know he would if he walked by my desk and I wasn't like literally on a phone call right then or gone you know door knocking he would be you know really on my case and it was it was exhausting especially mentally because that pressures you into wanting things really really badly right you just want things to work out so you're not getting lasered um and that pressure makes it to where you seem desperate and that disparity puts off clients and so then you lose deals and then you get blasted for it (laughs) it continues the cycle right uh so uh, I just, I, in that moment, I was just so happy it was over. So I shook his hand. I said, thank you for the opportunity. And, uh, I talked with the, uh, the operations guy and I got him all my information. I went to my computer desk, I grabbed my stuff and I went straight over to their biggest competitor, Cushman and Wakefield. And I caught the, uh, executive director, um, as he was going to his car and stopped him, said, I want to work for Cushman. Um, went out and got two more offers from two other firms, ended up with three offers from uh, three different firms. One that I was really excited about was a Christian-based firm called Holt Lunsford, and that's the offer that I accepted. Um, So that's all the catch-up, five minutes and 30 seconds of me just telling you what's all happened in the past few months. My first day at Holt Lunsford I got a call from one of my clients that I've been chasing for an entire year and they said, we're ready to do a deal. And I said, awesome. It couldn't have been more perfectly timed. So I started off uh, running, you know, I hit the ground running and uh, immediately I started, you know, having conversations with people who are interested in working with me. Um, And right now I'm about to close a deal that's going to pay out like 10, 15 grand, uh, you know, by January, which is, which is great because, um, that'll give me some, that'll give me some great runway to get my next deals in the pipeline and going. And, uh, it makes me look like a rock star to my, my, uh, my team coming on. And, uh, so the company is really awesome. I think that the biggest difference between the former company I was at and the company I'm at now is that the culture is so much better. I mean, at 7.30 a.m. on a Monday, everybody was just chatting it up, excited to be there, tossing the football to each other, talking about the games, prepping for the Monday morning meeting, you know, um, and just happy to be in the in the, in the the workplace, you know. We go into the Monday morning meeting and the first, um, you know, bit of the conversation is talking about how everybody's day's been going. And so it just, it felt great to be in a company where, you know, I, I felt really cared about. Um, and there was a guy at white box who really did care about me. Like I said, my mentor and partner, Brian was a great guy and he really did care about me, but it kind of showed that like, it doesn't matter if one person cares about you. If the leadership doesn't care about you, then you're going to feel, you know, you're going to feel like you're not where you belong, you know, and you're going to feel exhausted mentally. And I'm doing the exact same things I was doing at white box. You know, I got kicked out of the building by security yesterday. And I got, you know, someone on the phone who was really rude to me and hung up on me today. And it just doesn't bother me. And it used to bother me a white box because I was under so much pressure. But now it just doesn't bother me at all. You know, when I got kicked out of that building, I went to another building and we might have just picked up like a $50,000, you know, commission deal from, from that other building I'm going to that I went to and I knocked on the doors and this old guy came out, we're talking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, the point is, is that go where you're wanted. You know, go where people really want you there. And sometimes work is hard. Like work is still hard at Holt. But I feel wanted. I feel like I'm 
cared about, you know? I feel like people are excited to see me, you know? And uh, no one's throwing me under the bus for anything, which happened at White Box often. Um, no one's pointing fingers, which happened at White Box often, you know? And so hopefully this isn't so disparaging and reaches so many people that the company has like a slandered name or something. But, you know, the point is, is that, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that they're like a horrible company. It just really wasn't a fit for me, you know? And I hold, uh, I hold a lot of those guys, including Grant, in high regard in a lot of ways. But um, as an employee and as a young guy starting off his career, I didn't, you know, I didn't feel cared about. And so my advice for anyone starting off their career especially being young and especially if it's in commercial real estate, go to a place that you feel cared about. Go to a place that they actually want you to succeed, you know? And at those places, you'll really find that you, you know, the sun shines every day and that's how it feels, you know? Anyway, so, um, and go to a place that they're patient with you because the only thing you can control is attitude and effort, you know? And my attitude, it was hard to keep up, but I started listening to a book called uh, The Power of Positive Thinking um, by a, a doctor who's also a pastor. Anyway, check it out if you can. It, it was really awesome. It really helped me just stay positive in the hard times. Um, but attitude is super important. And then effort. I have an incredible amount of effort that I put into everything. You know, I mean, if you know me, you know I schedule every 15 minutes of every day. And I keep track of my time. And if I spend time doing something I shouldn't be doing, I put that time in my calendar as a reminder so I can look back and see you really didn't maximize your your time that day. So, you know, control your attitude, control your effort, go to a place that wants you. And that's when it's going to, that's when you're really going to thrive. So that's my advice. I hope it helps. I hope getting caught up on everything that happened wasn't a fire hose of information, but, um, you know, I'll record another podcast and, uh, you'll be able to hear a little bit about my future endeavors that are happening, not just on the commercial real estate, as, uh, commercial real estate side as an employee, but as a founder of a company, which I'm really excited to share.